This is CliffCentral.com. There are some people in the world who have incredibly difficult jobs, people who work in salt mines and, you know, people who uh, have to have to dig in holes for blood diamonds and all that kind of thing. And then there are people who get really, really great jobs. And I've obviously got, you know, some sympathy for the fact that they must have worked very hard to get there. But it's still enviable as all hell. And one of those people is Ross, who's sitting opposite me now. He is in charge of composing um, magnificence with alcoholic beverages and uh, and creating famous cocktails. Uh, there's a brand new menu that we've just started sampling, and we're only two days in, so give me a break before you start asking too many questions about that. Ross, what a job you've got. You travel the world <laughs> trying to find really cool drinks. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. I, I, I've, I've struggled with it for, for quite a long time now. But, poor uh, man. You look, I, you look, like, you, you look work, like you need a break. Yeah, I work with a fabulous team, um, <laughs> and everyone brings something to the table. Uh, we have a, an Indian bartender who has, I think, one of the best tastes I've, of anyone I ever met who can put the ingredients together really, really well in, in ways you wouldn't think of. Um, it's all about keeping in contact with other people in the industry from different parts of the world and what they find because there's every day there's something new new ingredients new twists well you would think so a friend of mine who's a musician said there are only eight notes on the keyboard mm -hmm. and there are only a certain number of ways you can combine those notes but there are endless songs now is it that way with with drinks because people will say well there are only these kinds of drinks and even if you look at the full compendium of them there's you know it's no. not it doesn't go on forever no, it's true, but there's different uh, different ways of mixing sweets and sours and acids and creams and and today we we blend things which you never put in a drink, smoke, and uh, you know the zests from the top of a fruit. Or right, a, a lot of unusual things go into drinks today. Well, you're speaking my language because I'm a bit of a frustrated chemist, so I like the idea of almost the laboratory mm. of doing these experiments with with taste. Yeah. So. What for you, uh, do you, first of all, do you think you have a, a, a special ability? And this, this bartender that you mentioned just a minute ago, there are people who can taste more things than the oh, rest. Absolutely, of yeah. yes. Yeah. So most of us really are Philistines. We don't know. And it's your job to tra train us into knowing more. <laughs> it's my job to, find it, to find it in other people as well. Right. And more than have it myself is to identify what is for you and what is for you. That's the hard mm. part. You know, we have, we have a very, very varied clientele from Asia to North America to, the, to Europe. We need to find something that everyone likes. We can't just, you know, space is always limited on a ship, even though it looks like a big place. You know, we have to mm. think about what we bring on board. So what we bring on board has to be something we can use. So you can't just take a shot at anything. You need to really think about our clientele. And the same goes with our wines. Our wines are hand-picked for the people who are here. So let's start with, with the stuff that everybody likes. What for you are the surefire things that you have to have? Right, are, right now, whiskey's coming back in again, Scotch. Sorry to say it, but... No, don't, don't say it. From, you're, allowed to be, you're allowed to be biased. From, from I, couldn't my home tell, area. I couldn't tell from your accent. But, uh, but whiskey in general, I mean, Japanese whiskey, we just brought on board uh, Japanese whiskey, Indian whiskey, uh, Taiwanese whiskey, uh, Swedish whiskey. 
Wow. So there's a there's a big trend in the in the industry heading towards whiskies again, and it's because it went through a big gin phase, and there is there is a new gin mm. menu. So let's just refer yep. to those because I know everybody's excited about gin at the moment. Yeah, it kicked off in the Iberian Peninsula. Yeah, they say that the chefs were drinking uh, in the galleys, mm-hmm. uh, big wine glasses full of gin and tonics, and they slowly evolved into a, a shorter glass, a fatter glass, and everything that was in the galley: herbs, spices, sugars. Creams, everything you can think of is in a gin and tonic today. I think you you probably know what I mean in South Africa yeah. as well. It's booming down there. It hasn't, hit, it hasn't hit the United <clears throat> States quite as big, um, but we're hoping to change everyone's opinion. And so far, it looks like it's working pretty well. But you have, uh, you've already mentioned, such a v- varied um, origin of, of, of passenger here. You have such a, a diverse quality of, 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 of sort of, depth of experience and taste and culture and language um that there must be some part of you that worries that you're going to leave out somebody or that there's some aspect of taste that you haven't accounted for in your menu do you ever get nervous about those things because you no, do have a huge selection not the slightest <laughs> no no <laughs> no we have we have such a huge selection we really do we we can create anything you want if we don't have something, we can always look into getting something. If there's something missing, um, I recently was in contact with... A, I'm not complaining, no, by the way. I've met a company who make a rose liqueur, and I've tasted yeah. rose liqueurs in the past, and it never really hit with me. But I met a, a gentleman in London now, and they make a fantastic rose liqueur, so we're getting it, hopefully, within the next few weeks. So that'll be another color in the palette for the rose pop artists li- to play Rose with, liqueur. So, yeah. what, what other exotic things are there that, that people like me might not know about? Uh, we recently brought in a product called Italicus. It's a bergamot flavored rosolio, they call it. Similar in style to a vermouth, but a little bit more fragrant. Um, wow. mix, mixes well with uh, proseccos, with, even with soda. Mixes well with gin. Very nice new drink. A lot of new drinks coming around. Mm. you got to find, there's a lot of new, but not so good. Uh, we recently introduced uh, a drink called Seedlip. Seedlip is the world's first non-alcoholic liquor. Oh, yeah? It's a distilled spirit from different uh, herbs and spices and been very successful so far. Um, and it's non-alcoholic? Many, non-alcoholic. There's a lot of people today looking for non-alcoholic and low-alcoholic drinks. And this is a trend which we are seeing more and more. People come to the bar and say, I'm joining friends for dinner tonight. I'd love to have a cocktail, but I'm not drinking right now. I'm on medication or I just right. don't want to drink. Uh, but they don't want to sit there with a traditional glass of sparkling water. So they're looking for something a little bit different. So we can offer this now, which is really nice. I'm a bit of a tequila fan, and I tried your El Diablo. That's fantastic. That's outstanding. Was it uh, ginger beer? Ginger beer with uh, tequila. Tequila and? Uh, half a squeeze of fresh lime. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of creme de cassis. Mm. Magic. Outstanding. Nice and spicy. Tequila's special, right? Yeah, I mean, of it's, course it uh, is. It's, it's the only one of the alcohols that I can think of that are an immediate upper as opposed to all the others, which are sort of... Yeah, tequila gets a bad rap. Everyone it remembers does. their friends coming back from the bar counter yeah. with a tray full of cheap tequila. Uh, today... The best tequilas are sipping tequilas. Mm. Uh, we have some outstanding tequilas. We have a great selection on board as well. 1942 from Don Julio, number Magical. one. Magical. Reposado? Yes. Love it. See, I can only talk tequila <laughs> with a few people in the world. You want to carry on talking about tequila for another half hour? <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. Um, you mentioned whiskeys too and wines. Now, there, there are obviously some people who will be on board who probably only drink the finest wines back home and mm. 
when they go out, they, they are used to ordering extraordinary wines. Uh, you have to make sure that those are available to those guests here. Um, is it a, is it an easy thing to be able to source some of these very, uh, rare and, and uh, it's extremely challenging. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it's, it's expensive and it's yeah. probably, I mean, it must be exciting too because you get to, to find them and sample them yeah. and make sure that they're, they're up to scratch. We have a, we have a purchasing team in our Los Angeles office and also in our Amsterdam office, which helps us to find what we need to get for the, for the different vessels. Uh, we recently had a, a bottle we just brought on board here, which is uh, $20,000, Romani Conti. So if you're free for dinner tonight, sure. <laughs> yeah. I'll, send a, I'll send a sommelier your direction. But, I have uh, to mortgage the house. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of drinks which now, we, uh, particularly with wines we bring on board, and after we buy them, once they're sold and you try to re- repurchase them, they've tripled, quadrupled in price from what we purchased them from just in a few years. So there are a number of things really booming right now. It's just finding the right things. We've built up a partnership over the years with a lot of different wineries, and some of them we buy direct from. Uh, many in California, we buy directly from them. So we are guaranteed to get a particular allotment. Um, Opus One, mm-hmm. uh, famous wine from California. We have, a, we have a, a guaranteed allotment from them every year. And we're hoping to increase it as uh, it's becoming a very popular wine, and people are constantly asking for it. So, how do you how do you find and train a good sommelier? We work with uh, a gentleman called Bob Bath. He's a master of wine, or master sommelier, excuse me. And he is uh, every year he comes on board our ships, and we do a certification course for our sommeliers. So each of our sommeliers goes through. Uh, this particular course, and at the end of it, they become certified sommeliers, which is the first part of the master sommelier course. So right now, I think probably about eighty percent of the sommeliers on board are certified mm. from the court of master sommeliers. So it's quite a quite a thing. The, the, the ha- I certainly haven't had a, a, a bad wine or anything on this ship, um, but I imagine you also have to find wines that can be quite versatile. Yes. As you said, space is an issue, so you can't necessarily go super specialized for everything and end up having nothing for, you know, people who might want something that's either a little dry or some kind of rosé or, you know, you have to have a little bit of Cabernet, a little bit of Merlot. You've you got to keep some of the tabs. We have everything. Accounted for, right? <laughs> we have everything. <laughs> There's never, never a shortage. No, we, we need to take you down and show you the cellars. We have uh, a vast amount of wine on board. Oh, my God. And we have deliveries uh, pretty much every two weeks to top up those, those uh, wines that we carry. We offer a selection every night for dinner. Uh, we try to match the wines with, with the, the meals. But, of course, we have anything else you want if mm. you... If we have a Pinot Noir on tonight, but you don't like Pinot Noir, you prefer a Cabernet, mm. we have a Cabernet for you. So there's something to match everyone's taste for whatever you like. Uh, can you tell when you look at someone what sort of cocktail they want? Uh, you can ask a few pointers and find out usually. <laughs> some, I'm sure some, you've got are, some are easier than others. All right. So if you looked at, at Helen, uh, what would you immediately think? Well, I she know already. She, she's an elegant, classy girl, so she <laughs> needs like a nice, beautiful gin and tonic, something <laughs> fresh, elegant. Well, all right. If you if you saw Rena for the first time, what would you say she needed? We have a beautiful cocktail we just introduced. It's called the Hollywood Star. Mm-hmm. It's uh, passion fruit, a little bit of champagne with it. It's perfect. How do you name them? Because I had 
an April in Positano yesterday, which uh-huh. is magnificent. That's a gin and tonic. It is indeed, yes. What's it got in it besides uh, the obvious? It has gin yeah. and tonic, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. the obvious. Yeah. It has uh, Campari ah. and a little bit of limoncello, which gives it the, the Positano angle. Very good. And how, how do you go about naming these things? I mean, sometimes you get oh, it from naming, the drink. Naming drinks, sometimes they name themselves as you make them. Who's, Some, it, who's on the naming committee, Ross? Most of the bartenders. <laughs> Any of them that you've named after people? Uh, yes, actually, we have one drink, uh, the bartender in the avenue here. Uh, he created a drink called Vanilla Storm. Mm-hmm. We have a, a girl from South Africa, actually. She was the surest Christian manager. She's by the name of Storm. Oh, yeah? So Vanilla Storm was a vanilla-flavored cocktail for her. Sounds so, good. We still have it around, so if you ask for it, you can just... Very nice drink. All right, what do you, what do you we think I need, besides the El Diablo that I've I tried in It's definitely going to have to be tequila, right? Yeah. All right, well, let's go. Uh, try Paloma. Paloma. Paloma, we Done. take uh, tequila, mix it with agave, mm-hmm. grapefruit juice, mm-hmm. and a little splash of soda in there. So we got tequila and agave. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like a double tequila. That's superb. All right. Thank you so much for talking Pleasure. to us, Ross. What, what a fascinating job. What a fascinating uh, selection of things you cook up here. I like your, lab, uh, your laboratory. I'm jealous. <laughs> this is CliffCentral.com.